And now for our feature presentation. PushGapRadio.com, Duncanville, Dallas, Fort Worth. Hi, from Hamilton Park, Dallas, Fort Worth. Dallas, Fort Worth, where this is Jackie. What up, y'all? This is Jackie. Yeah. Oh, Shaka Ford one and the main event, so. Shaka Ford one and the main event with me, the candy, Jackie O. Heard exclusively on Push Gap Radio. Give me two scoops. Push Gap Radios.com in Dallas and Fort Worth. Welcome to the final show of July for Shaka 41 in the main event with Jackie O. We're going into dry dock, which means we'll be off the air for three weeks until July 29th. On this episode, we're discussing Michael Jackson, the 4th of July, happy one to one and all who are celebrating that sort of thing, and the Democratic National Convention. And in the second hour, it's the Jackie O Entertainment Report. My old man always told me this. People never have time to do it right, but they always have time to do it over. We're Shaka 401 in the main event with Jackie L. We're the voices of new black media on PushGapRadios.com. Dallas, baby. Super black. Yeah. And I made a choice. It's like, first chance I get, I go out to America. I'm going to get a piece of that black. And I did, boarded a flight. It was an 18-hour journey, Johannesburg to New York. I didn't sleep a wink. I just sat there in my chair like a madman, watching every single black American movie I could find, just sitting there going crazy, practicing, like, yeah, 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 you know what I mean, you know what I mean, yeah. King Kong ain't got shown me, yeah, yeah. I'm, sorry? Oh, the chicken, please, the chicken. Thank you. No, 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 fine. Thank you. Yeah, put it in your mouth, yeah. 18 hours of flying, 18 hours of practice. I landed in New York and I was fluent in my black American for shizzle my nizzle. <laughs> Everything. I, I had the walk, I had the talk. I was so black, I was even laughing. I was like, ha ha ha! Ha ha! Yeah! Ha ha! Oh, my man! My man! Oh, this you? This you? Ha ha! That for me is the coolest thing in the world. Black Americans are so cool and confident, they'll make you feel good about yourself just by asking if you are you. It's magic. They just walk up to me like, hey, yo, hey, yo, this you? This you? No, no, for real, man, this you? And you'll be like, yeah, I think it is, yeah. And I was that black. I was super black. I was loving it. Until this guy walked up to me. I don't know it. Didn't even know me. Tapped me on the shoulder in the airport. He's like, ¿Qué? ¿Paisano? ¿Qué pasó, güey? ¿Qué lado quiero de que si no? ¿Qué lado eres, no? Ya llegamos, papi. Ya llegamos. I said, what? You, you talking to me? He said, yeah, I'm talking to you, man. I'm just saying, we made it, baby. We made it, eh? <laughs> now that we're here, our kind, we got to stick together, hombre. <laughs> our kind? 18 hours of flying and I wasn't black. I was Mexican. Radio.com in Dallas and Fort Worth. 
Welcome to the new voices of black media. Shock 4 one at the main event with Jackie O, of course. Yo, what's poppin'? What's up, everybody? You just don't realize what we man, did to try to get here today. <laughs> man, man, that's why we're in fishbowl, fam. Ooh, we would be in trouble if we yeah. had been at fishbowl this week. You have to get off your ass and drive over there. The guy at Walmart, in case you didn't see. Ooh, go to our Facebook page. Oh, boy, went left, mine. I guess what it was was they fired him, and he figured, okay, you should have fired me yesterday. Today, so I didn't get off my ass to come up in here, you understand? Yeah. And have to do all this work. He went left up in there. Dude was destroying everything. I guess that's what they consider a disgruntled employee, huh? He was definitely disgruntled. And what he's talking about, y'all, is there is this video, and there is security in Walmart standing up there, and all you hear is all of this noise. Yes. Stuff crashing on the floor. I mean, you could tell that there is some mass destruction going on. Then all all of a sudden, you wow. see this Walmart employee with his Walmart vest on. That's right. Or, excuse me, former employee with his <laughs> vest on. And he is going through there knocking coffee, pot, I mean, everything on the ground. I mean, making a huge mess. This was in Dallas at the Walmart on 30 and Buckner. Yeah. Over in East of, Dallas. For those of you who don't live around. In the hood. Know, right, One of the, the hoods. hoods. Yeah. And folk was going left. Now, you know, you got to pay for all that stuff. Well, dude. he's going to do more than pay for it. Because what I what I understand from one of the commenters yeah. is that when he made it to work that morning, he was terminated. And yeah, you should have fired me yesterday. This was a, as the result. I guess he was a little perturbed because he was as, terminated. As, as I would have been. But they okay. said that he started this mass destruction in the produce department. And he, <laughs> <laughs> That's where everyone starts when you go to Walmart. And he worked section. his way throughout the store. Man. Now, rather than them go up on him to try to stop him the security was just making sure that everyone else was out of the way and they just let him do what he was doing let him do what he do best yeah but then didn't you read a a comment that said that when the security went up to him finally that he he had a box cutter he had a box cutter he cut two of the police officers and uh, again, they were just trying to keep him back. But see, that's what happens with with, 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 with folk. My now, had it been a white boy, white boy would came in there and shot the place up. You understand? Well, me? he and this guy looked like he was disturbed, though. He looked like he had some mental problems. If he did, yeah. Before, but are, are they gonna say that when they it, get him to court? It, well, he has mental issues like he, they do the white folk. If he didn't before, he did during that little episode. If he, you don't know, now th- you know. That was another meaning of snapped. And I'm Man. telling you, y'all. If Y'all haven't seen it? Go to our Facebook page at pushgutradio.com and look it up. It is. Oh boy, Winnie! Wow, do Winnie and yeah, he, was he in did. There just uh, knocking everything down. I mean, as a customer in there, do you go up and try to stop him, or do you try to grab Heck what you no. try to get before he, he, he destroys that? Out of the way, way hey, out of the way. I need that, fam. Don't break all of them. Let me get one before you tear he it up. He was just, and he wasn't just knocking stuff down. He was taking his arm and he was sweeping 
everything down. And I mean, he was it was just crashing. And I saw another one like that where this lady was in her husband's uh, liquor store, I believe it was, mm-hmm. and found out he had been cheating, and she was just knocking down bottles. Oh, I don't blame her one bit. Yeah, but that's affecting your pocket too. He could be cheating, but you're destroying inventory. She up in know there. he have insurance. She knew he had an insurance. Well, I'm and not paying insurance because and at that moment in time, she wasn't caring about none of that. Well, you can't be in here tearing stuff well, up. We still got to pay rent. He should have kept it in his pants. Well. He should have thought about all that beforehand. So let that be a note to your mind. If you're going to fire somebody, fire they ass the day before. Or fire them, I'm sorry, but fire them while they're at home. Don't have me like Craig on Friday. <laughs> yeah. How you get fired on your day <laughs> yeah. off? Yeah. I mean, unless they have a position that you have to bring them in and talk to them. I mean, hello. Uh, he mad because you brought me in. I got out of bed I got dressed probably spent his last money that he had to I had no there. gas to get here okay and then you gonna bring me up in here <laughs> and then fire me now he, okay yeah it, I could have saved all of that he okay? did a lot he did a lot Ty- and, and then people was like well why didn't people, somebody go try to stop him for what first of all why Walmart have all of that stuff insured second of all they letting him get himself a felony because by the time he finished I'm sure there were several thousands of dollars worth of damage because we heard quite a bit Bef- you know, on that just little bit of, of right. footage that we saw. Right. He just totally went in. Time now for your pushcapradio.com celebrity birthdays. July 1st, Princess Diana, who died August 31st at the age of 36, would have been 59. Rapper Missy Elliott turns 48. TV actress Pamela Anderson turns 52. Rapper Plies will be 43. I like watching Plies on uh, social media. His insights be killing me. Actress Liv Taylor from Steve Tyler, Steve Tyler's daughter. Liv Tyler. Yeah, he's from Aerosmith. She turns 42. She was in the movie Armageddon with Bruce Willis. Actor Dan Aykroyd, July 1st, turned 67 years old. July 2nd, actress and thief Lindsay Lohan turns 33. Supreme Court Justice Thurgood Marshall's birthday. He died January 24th of 1993 at the age of 84. July 3rd, Tom Cruise will be 57. Movie actor Patrick Wilson will be 46 years old. July 4th, Malaya Obama. Malia. Malia Obama turns 21. Mike Sarantino from Jersey Shore turns 38. Soul singer Bill Withers will be 81. And the pervert Andrew Zimmer turns 58. He was on that show with uh, the black girl and they were cooking in the morning. She wears the glasses. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. On the, the chew. The chew. July 5th, Pauly D of Jersey Shore turns 39. Edie Falco, who played the mom on The Sopranos, she'll be 56. Rapper Rizza turns 50, July 5th. Rock singer Huey Lewis of Huey Lewis and the News will be 69 years old. July 6th, comedian Kevin Hart turns 40. Rapper 50 Cent will be 44. Sylvester Stallone turns 73. George W. Bush will be 73 as well. And Tia and Tamara... Tomorrow, Maori. Maori turned 41 years old. Also, July 6th is uh, Kevin Hart's birthday. And past birthday on Saturday was uh, Tasha Tingle from Push Cap. Yes, happy birthday happy or belated birthday, birthday, Tasha. Any birthdays? Nope. 
All righty. We talked about bad customer service on last week. This past week, we found what excellent customer the service total opposite. was. Yes. We went and ate at this restaurant called... Um, Norma's? Norma's Diner. Norma's yes, Diner. Norma's Diner over and, uh, on Davis Street in, in Oak Cliff. Guy named Ott, white boy, mm-hmm. was our server. And he was Fantastic. on it. Outstanding, yes. outstanding customer service. So if we're going to give a nod to bad customer service, we just wanted to give a nod to excellent customer he service. He was so on it, y'all. On it. He need to give lessons in customer service the hell. He some waiters to the and waitresses. Sector and give that on this is our last show for the month we're going into dry dock we go on our summer break every july we will return july 29th of 2019 Mm -hmm. because what you don't understand a whole lot of work goes into producing this show my between our jobs and everything else that's going on it's just time for us to get a break in yes he he works extremely hard and the behind the scenes of putting this together y'all it takes a few days for him to get everything together and then when you hear it it comes out seamlessly Mm -hmm. but yeah my husband does a really good job my wife does a great job as well (laughs) so we're going into dry dock but uh, I'll be putting up some videos touching on different subjects and whatnot. And those will be on either Facebook Live or I will be uploading them to our own website. So I'll just be touching on different subjects and topics that come up, this, that, and the third. And um, just want to thank each and every one of you for hanging with us, yes. riding with us. Uh, we hit number four last week. Yes, we, thank you, guys. Thank you. We and stay ladies. In, we stay in the top ten. But, you know, we uh, definitely, we're tired. So we got to take our summer break. July 29th, we will be back. So, you know, don't act like we're gone. We're not. Okay. We're just regrouping. We're going, still going through some transition, and I'm still kind of going through, you know, morning losing my mom, and we're still trying to get our footing back together on yes. on some things. So, and then we're making some, getting ready to make some major personal moves. So right. we we got some things that we need to pull together, and we're gonna improve. Um, what we are delivering to you all. Yeah. I mean, Clifton has been, uh, excuse me, Shackleford One has been working. Who the hell is Clifton? <laughs> <laughs> Your alter ego um, has been working really, really hard on our video side of things. So pretty soon, yes. you're only going to be able to interact with us more and also have some visuals. So we're working on that again. We're going into Dry Dock. It's our last show for July and we will be back July 29th going on hiatus yes sir we gotta take a break folk is tired as a runaway slave mine yeah we work hard for our money around this game well we ain't get no money off of here yet but it's coming when we come back on the banging this thing in the urban internet radio game it's July 4th this week and we want to wish a happy Independence Day to one and all of you who celebrate that also Michael Jackson the death of his anniversary was on last week we'll yeah, get into the 25th. that and we're also going to get into the Democratic debate 
that went on on last week. At some point, Jackie O has to go, so she's trying to get in as much as yes, she can. Yes, I got to go make the real money. But got to go. <laughs> got to go because it's first of the month. Yeah, we got really? a lot of bills, dude. And last night, I picked up a guy uh, at work. Who played in RoboCop He's an actor here Named John Davies And it was very interesting to meet him He mm-hmm. teaches acting here in Dallas Never average, never mediocre Online, on point, and on the freaking money This the voice of new black media It's Shaka 401 in the main event With Jackie L On PushGapRadios.com Dallas, baby Giving you two scoops, dog All right My name is Josh Prey. I am pleading with y'all, buy y'all Whataburger bike. That thing changed my life. I've never had a burger so good. I was willing to take air miles, air trips back to Houston, skip over every state just to get another one. Whataburger is the best burger ever made in, in history. Last week, I was in Houston, Texas, and I ate a Whataburger for the first time, and it changed my life. I've come back to Southwest Florida where there is no water burgers and I haven't had a burger from a restaurant change. I'm lying. I tried to go have a burger from McDonald's, then Burger King, and then Dairy Queen. And I threw all of those at a wall. I threw all of those burgers at a wall. An entire wall, I threw the burger at it. Then I get online this morning and I see JJ Watts retweet. Let's chip in and keep water burger. It's bruh. I plan on flying back to Houston, Texas, to the same location to get a Whataburger. You mean to tell me that the company Whataburger, I understand money, I understand business, I understand philosophies, but y'all want to sell the Whataburger chain to somebody in Chicago? Chicago is known for hot dogs, deep dish pizza, and not coming out during the summer because it's hot and people shoot. Whataburger is the best burger in the history of mankind. I don't want nobody mess with the Whataburger. I don't want to go to Chicago for a Whataburger. I don't want Whataburger all over the United States because what makes it so good is they have 820 Whataburgers and about 780 of them is in Texas. Keep them in Texas. Everything's bigger in Texas. My belly was bigger in Texas. My appetite was bigger in Texas. I just been initiated. I feel like I'm a part of it in a fraternity now. Whataburger! Shaka 4-1 in the main event with Jackie O. We're internet famous, just not real life hot. We're pushcapradio.com. It's going down, baby. Dallas. Hi, I'm Terry Bradshaw. Like many of you, I took the ALS Ice Bucket Challenge back in 2014. It was cold, but a lot of fun. And it made a difference. Since then, we've seen new ALS genes discovered, new assistive technology developed, and new potential treatments. But this is still one nasty disease that kills thousands of Americans. I'm no scientist, but if we can cure ALS, we can cure anything. Please join me in the fight against ALS. The Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council present the story of Cynthia and Ed. My mother was always very active and independent, and she was familiar with her neighborhood. But one day, out of the blue, she stopped at the stop sign for much longer than usual. And uh, she didn't know whether she should go forward or, or turn or just stay at the stop sign. She wasn't even really sure where she was at. She was very concerned. It was very unsettling for her. It's important for you to talk to someone about it, to bring the family in on it. 
I felt so much better after my son told me, Mom, I don't want you to worry or be afraid. I'll be there for you and we'll figure it out. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash stories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. It only takes a minute to find out if you may have prediabetes. And you can do it at doihaveprediabetes.org. But you're probably not going to. Nope. I'm sure you've got a perfectly good excuse. Kids, work. <laughs> I get it. You're busy. So what better time than now? Let's begin. Raise one finger if you're a man. Ladies, none yet. Oh, count in your head if you're driving. Now, three more fingers for everyone over 60, two over 50, one over 40, one more if you're not physically active, another finger if anyone in your family has type 2 diabetes, another if you've got high blood pressure, if you're overweight, raise another finger, two if you're very overweight, and three if you're really overweight. You've just taken the world's first audio pre-diabetes test. And if you're holding up five or more fingers, visit doihaveprediabetes.org or talk to your doctor. There's no excuse because prediabetes can be reversed. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its prediabetes awareness partners. The most satisfying way to enjoy your radio today is through your computer. Pushthatradio.com, changing the way you listen to radio. Independence Day is the topic of tonight's Fox Face Off. Matt Patrick and Quan Alex wish you a happy 4th of July. Or not. Well, Matt, I want to wish you a happy 4th of July holiday. Well, 4th of July is what you call it. And America will be celebrating its independence. But I believe that we, as Americans, should study its history. When America won her independence from those European colonizing nations because of taxation, it was African slaves who helped America fight and win her independence. But after America won her independence, she promised us freedom, but she kept us in slavery. So when we all celebrate the 4th of July, we must remember it also symbolizes the great lie that America said to her slaves that if you help us win our independence, we would give you yours, and they never did. You know what? Certainly we did, Quanell. I mean, take a look at the Constitution. Take a look at the 14th Amendment. It's Independence Day. The 4th of July is Independence Day for all Americans, black, white, brown. Matt, that is not if true. American, when America won her independence, no. Independence. When America won her independence, yes. she promised the African slaves who helped to win that independence that they would give us freedom. They did not give us freedom. In fact, it only came several decades later. So when we celebrate Independence Day, we must also recognize the great unfulfilled promise that America made to black people in this country. You know what we recognize, Cornell? We recognize this country, the good the bad of this country. We don't just focus on the bad. I know you do. That's how you make a living. That's how you get through every day, being angry. But on Independence Day, Quanell, we embrace the good of this country. We can dialogue and argue about no. the bad all you want. But this is a day to embrace the good. No, I like the idea of lighting fireworks, having family around the barbecue table. All of that is beautiful. But we must remember, if we're going to celebrate national holidays in this nation, let's properly educate the people about all aspects of that holiday because like when we celebrate president's day many people don't even know many of those presidents that we celebrate and applaud well, then, Quan, Al, you know what you need to do get rid of public education because see in the public schools like hisd and others they don't teach american history anymore as a matter of fact they don't teach any kind of history anymore in american schools so why don't you advocate for that matt we don't need to get rid of public education sure we, we need to get rid of public miseducation dr carter g woodson in his book the miseducation of the negro he wrote that harvard won more good negro 
Rosenbad whiskey. What we have to do is tell history and not his story. Now what you need to do is to get with African-American Jeffrey Canada in New York, who's actually got a way to take schools in a public setting and make them actually work. He's doing some great work. Let's get back. You ought to take a look at his book and read his book. Let's get back to Independence Day, because when you tell me there's an African-American man that you like and approve of, it raises a red flag in me. You are free today, aren't you, Quan LX? Symbolically, we are free, but financially, economically, spiritually, we're still fighting for equality in this nation. Something like this. Soccer Ford won in the main event with me, Jackie Heard exclusively on Kiss Gap Radio. Giving me Pushcapradio.com in Dallas and Fort Worth. Fourth of July is this week, Independence Day, as it's formerly known. It's a federal holiday in the United States commemorating the Declaration of Independence of the United States of America on July 4th of 1776. The Continental Congress declared that the 13 American colonies were no longer subject or subordinate to the monarch of Britain. Now, what's been going on is a lot of black folks said that we should not, as black people, be celebrated. Okay, you're supposed to be celebrating Juneteenth. So but you know, a you lot a of us slave. are going to take the opportunity to get a day off with pay well, and to eat. Do that. I mean, everybody does it, no matter what color you are. Yeah, everybody yeah. does that. Mine yeah. takes that time to uh, be with family and friends and whatnot, this, that, and a third, you know. Now, there are a lot of uh, 4th of July events going on in North Texas. Fireworks, food, music, parades, and family fun. It's all happening across North Texas to celebrate the 4th of July. Now, the big thing around here is Kaboom Town over there in Addison. Right. That will take place on Wednesday, July 3rd. Okay, mm-hmm. and they always have make it a great event over there in Addison Mine. It's always going down. For more information, go to AddisonKaboomTown dot com. It's actually been a three, I mean, a week long celebration because you yeah. had some people that had their celebration this past weekend, including yes. major fireworks. I saw fireworks while I was sitting yes. at the airport. There were a lot of them on Saturday. Yeah. And then you have people that are actually going to celebrate on the 4th. Yeah. And then you have people that are going to celebrate next weekend. It's been a really this good... This weekend. It's, uh, yeah, this coming weekend that's coming up. Right. It's been a really good time for us at my job at Get A Room because we have been booking like crazy yeah. for the whole week, so... In Arlington, Texas, light up Arlington, fireworks, concerts, and more. For more information on that, you can go to lightuparlington.com. July 4th in Arlington is the Arlington 4th of July Association Parade. Mm -hmm. If you want to go over and check that out. Okay. Now, again, over in Capel, which is by Irving, Texas, where the Dallas Cowboys used to play, Mm -hmm. they were firing off fireworks on uh, Saturday night, which was very cool with me just sitting there. Mm -hmm. Dallas, July 3rd, red, white, and boom on the bridge. That's music, food trucks, and fireworks. Uh, Also, Dallas on July 4th is the Fair Park 4th. Fireworks, live music, rides, discounted museum admission, and lots more family fun in DeSoto and Lancaster down in the southern sector on July 4th. You have the old-fashioned 4th fireworks celebration in Duncanville. The and we could see those from our apartment. Yeah. In Duncanville where we used to live, July 4th, Independence Day celebration, parade, food, live music, and fireworks. 
And so to check all that out, just log on to any of those cities to find out what to do. Do you think black people should be celebrating the 4th? Not that we do. I know that we do. But should we, though? We don't really have a reason to as far as being free back when the emancipation happened. However, again, people don't pass up opportunities to get a day off with pay. That's right. And to eat some food. Because if the KKK had a holiday, white black folk would be out there barbecuing with a white sheet on. We don't care. Okay. <laughs> we going to get it. So now they say on July 2nd is the day black people should be celebrating because that was the day... After we were set free, of course, that didn't go on down here in Texas. You guys rode. No, we were like two and a half years a little late. Yeah. Yeah. We know exactly what our date is. It's June 19th. Yes. That's our July 4th. Juneteenth. uh, But do other people celebrate it? I watched this video where they had these Hispanic people doing the celebration for the 4th of July Mm -hmm. and had on the George Washington wig and the hat. Mm -hmm. And the white folks were standing over there talking about that is just so disrespectful. Then they showed a one with them celebrating Cinco de Mayo and they got on ponchos oh, yeah, they drinking. sombrero oh, yeah, 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 yeah. all of that so you misappropriating mm-hmm. somebody hypocrites. else's deal yeah so how you gonna get upset mine but think about it there can be a hypocrite for a lot of things you know <clears throat> yeah. it, it's okay for them um, but not for us I mean it's just I am so sick of the racism and just because of somebody's skin color that is just about one of the most asinine things to me yeah, ever that it is the FDA once again expands a recall of blood pressure drugs. Okay, McLeod mm-hmm. Pharmaceuticals is recalling the drug Losartan, mm-hmm. and um, it's a generic angiotensin receptor blocker. <laughs> Say that fast, three Child, times, please. And is used to treat high blood pressure as well as heart failure. Over the last year, scores of batches of this generic ARBs have been withdrawn from the market due to the presence of chemical contaminations, which have been linked to an increased risk of certain kinds of cancer. So I know a lot of black folk take uh, blood pressure medicine. Yes, including us. We take quite a bit. I take yes. four and you take. Well, they they keep messing with yours, but you take more than that. You a guinea pig at the VA, baby. (laughs) Yeah, they keep adjusting yours. You take a lot of pills. They just experimenting. Yeah, when you over over at the VA, you just you just a dang on. You just a dang on hamster over there. They just sticking and prodding. Hey, but I, I have to give it to them. They took care of you this last go round. Of they that, did. I have to give they it to did. them. Nearly two years after James A. Fields Jr. rammed his car into a crowd of counter protesters at a white supremacist rally in Charlottesville. The avowed neo-Nazi and convicted murderer apologized in court on last Friday as a judge sentenced him to life in prison for 29 hate crimes. Now, as you recall, the 22-year-old Fields drove his car into a crowd of people, killed one lady. Yes. And this was the Unite the Right rally that took place on August 12th of 2017. And he injured 35 other people, pleaded guilty to the 29 counts. And it's just hate mine. I'm just glad to see that something was finally done. And, um, you know, it's just truly sad. It's crazy. That you let hate get the best of you like that, Mon. And speaking of hate and racism, this is one of the weirdest (laughs) stories I think I've come across recently as well. Right. This young man, 24 years old, his name is Shaquille Dukes. Mm -hmm. He was in the hospital admitted with double pneumonia. 
he smoked and some of his friends came to visit him the doctors gave him permission to go outside for a while right he and his friends went outside this man got a hospital gown which you know is open in the back Mm -hmm. outside with his ivs and stuff right he said next thing they know this security guard came up to them stopped him asked him to step with him he had them to step off of the hospital grounds and then asked him where are you going with that iv are you trying to steal it and sell it on ebay why it's stuck in my arm this guy was like sir this is actually (laughs) pumping fluid through my veins as we speak so why i'm gonna sell something that's keeping me alive you idiot yes but do you know the security guard didn't leave it at that he actually put this man under arrest Unhooked the IV out of this man's arm. Wow. Which he desperately needed to help him breathe. The man passed out a little bit after this when he was arrested because they had taken this they had taken his medicine away from him. That is just openly, blatantly crazy. Real quick, tell that story about the brother that was painting those murals. Yes, in Dallas. The city of Dallas have hot, not Dallas. Um, this is in. Oh, now I can't remember where it is. But anyway, Dallas I, area. I'll come up with it in a minute. But he was commissioned along with twenty something other artists to do some murals throughout the city, and he was doing his job one morning he didn't bring his his uh letter permit with him right and he was painting well the, right. the he was stopped by the police it was philadelphia is where it was he was stopped by the police and he told them that he was commissioned mm-hmm. by the city to do this right. he didn't have his paperwork so they arrested him first time this man has ever been arrested ever wow but prior to them doing that somebody from other they they brought out all of these police guards like he was just really uh, you know, starting a ruckus. Yeah, yeah, they brought out all these extra police. Well, someone from the city showed up on the scene to while it was going on to explain that yes, he was doing, he was legitimately doing this for the city. Do you know they arrested this man anyway, saying that he had a ten-year-old yep. traffic ticket? They took him to jail. He ended up spending the night in jail. And now, at first, they was trying to say, well, that was just a misunderstanding. Talking about he was a graffiti between, artist. Yeah, talking about calling him a graffiti artist when he was a paid, commissioned mural about, artist. What's your tag name? Yeah, asking him what was his tag name. He was like, I don't have a tag name. I don't do graffiti. Hmm. I get paid for what I do. But he still have to go to court in July right. for this outstanding 10-year-old ticket. Was it us or them? Oh, just crazy. It was us that was yeah, arrested. That's who I'm talking about yes. when I say us uh, or them. Definitely us. Chocolate Boy One in the main event with Jackie L. We about to go into Dry Dock. We will be back on July 29th. These rokes, weeks be rolling around fast, they be y'all. rolling mine. But payday be rolling around as well. It does. Okay, so and we enjoy what we're doing. So That we do. Cool. That we do. We love each and every one of you. Thank yes. you for your huge support. Hey, Evelyn. And, um... Happy birthday to Tasha Tingle. Happy and birthday, Tasha. Hey, to Seneca. You, you still haven't sent in your birthdays for us to read your names off. So yeah. that's why we don't do that. When we come back from Gary, Indiana, it's Michael Jackson on Push Gap Radio. It's been 10 years around.com. Dallas, baby. PushGapRadio.com. Bridging the gap between old school and new school radio. PushGapRadio.com. 
It's Dallas, baby. The Oregon Liquor Control Commission wants you to celebrate safely this holiday season. Drinking and driving is not only against the law, but it can also be deadly. Give the gift of good judgment and encourage others to make the same resolution. Plan a safe way home, designate a driver, call a friend, or program the number to a local cab company in your phone. Remember to drink responsibly. For more holiday safety tips, visit www.oregon.gov OLCC and click our link to planning a safe and successful holiday party. This message brought to you by the OLCC. The following is made possible by Dad. Why was the basketball court all wet? Because the players kept dribbling all over it. <laughs> the Dad Joke. Corny, groan-worthy, but also one of the simplest ways to share a moment with your kids. Why do you have to be careful when it's raining cats and dogs? Because you might step in a poodle. <laughs> and kids that spend more time with their dads grow up to be smarter, more successful. Can I tell you a cat joke? Just kidding. <laughs> and with any luck, funnier adults. Why didn't the skeleton go to the dance? Because he didn't have anybody to go with. Dad jokes rule. So take a moment to make a moment and give your kid a laugh. <laughs> It's as easy as going to fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. That's really funny. The average time a resume spends on an HR manager's desk is seven seconds. And most of them are tossed aside. Now imagine if one of those resumes belonged to Yasmin, who was... Living in a shelter, juggling three jobs. I had to be resilient. That's something that you can't teach. Or if that resume was from someone who... Worked 12-hour shifts at the recycling company with my dad, who's 72. That taught me a work ethic that I carry with me every day. We rely so much on a resume, yet it could never tell the full story of someone... Growing up where I did, a lot of things could have gotten in the way of my goals. But I learned to push through, and that's what I bring to work every day. So maybe it's time we look beyond the resume and look to grads of life. Discover new ways to develop great talent that are so much more than what's on paper at gradsoflife.org. A public service announcement brought to you by Grads of Life and the Ad Council. In Hamilton Park, Dallas, Fort Worth, we're pushgapradio.com. It's been 10 years today since Michael Jackson passed away. It was June 25th, 2009. Of course, this is the year that the documentary Leaving Neverland was released, which brought allegations against Michael of sexual misconduct with young boys back to the forefront. There was a push to mute Michael Jackson, but all day today, the hashtag 10 years with Michael Jackson has been trending, so there doesn't seem to be much muting going on. Yeah, uh, Janet Jackson told the Sunday Times that when it comes to Michael's legacy, it will continue. I love it when I see kids emulating him, when adults still listen to his music. It just lets you know the impact that my family has had on the world. I hope I'm not sounding arrogant in any way. I'm just stating what is uh, it's really all God's doing, and I'm just thankful for that. Stars like Fantasia, Anderson Pack, and Neil have been weighing in on the 10 years without Michael Jackson. Nobody ever knows. Let the man rest. Let him rest. What he did on this earth made a mark, and his music will still live. So no matter what they do or what they say, whenever you put on a Michael Jackson song, I bet if you did it right now, this whole red carpet would do what? So that's how I'm going to let it be. Let that man rest. He did a great work. They don't do stuff like that when people are dead and they can't defend themselves, you know, unless they're trying to, like, you know, take the legacy and, and, and uh, you know, um, that's it. You know, I feel like uh, 
dude's not here to defend himself. I don't know what happened. Um, you know, the music is the music. Uh, but, yeah, I think he's definitely tainted. The way people look at him uh, uh, from what they've heard, I think that's his, he's the first of many that they do that to. As far as his legacy, Michael Jackson is and will always be the king of pop. Um, you know, I am, uh, I would not be me if not for Michael Jackson. And I know I speak for a bunch of artists when I say that. Hmm. Beth says, definitely tarnished, but should not be. Um, what is the other comment? Yeah, Jose says, you can, cannot erase his impact in the music industry, no matter what or may have not have happened. Yeah, and I think, I mean, we said that when all the Leaving Neverland stuff came out. Like, I don't think there was going to be any way to cancel Michael Jackson. No. It's just the impact that he's had on the music industry is just, there's no way that anything was ever going to completely take that down. Yeah. Obviously, there's always been rumors of this for, you know, 25 years when yeah. he was still alive. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm not surprised that the mute Michael Jackson, Jackson campaign this year didn't hey, work. Hey, listen, you could be at any party if, if R. Kelly Ignition comes on. There, right. People are going to dance to it. So, I mean, to, to say that. But music has always been, that, that, that's always a struggle when it comes to, you know, art, which is, you know, the, the people who create it, because oftentimes, sometimes, terrible people create really, really brilliant, right. brilliant art. So that's a struggle that everybody's going to have, you know, throughout time. But going back to that and, and not, not even talking about the documentary and not even talking about the cases and all this stuff, but looking at, and you can't help look at things with 2019 eyes. And there's just one aspect of Michael Jackson's story where everybody failed and news failed and... Uh, publicist failed and Oprah failed. It's funny. Um, Mike says mu Michael is a music legend. It will never be tarnished. Steven says, I guess he's in Asia. He says, the outrage and cancel Michael Jackson has never reached Asia. It's a North American thing. Yeah. Everyone else in the world still loves him. PushCapRadio.com in Dallas and Fort Worth. You can say what you want about the great city of Gary, Indiana, but we gave you the greatest entertainer on the freaking planet. I have to agree with you there. Mm, there's nobody better to me. Ten years later, a look at people surrounding Michael Jackson as fans flock to his home in Gary, Indiana. Now, every time we go home, I go home in September for my high school reunion. Horseman High School, class of 1979. And uh, you always have to go by the Michael Jackson house. And Everyone you know what? and takes photos and whatnot. We've been involved for 12 years, and you know how into Michael Jackson I've always been. Didn't I bring you a t-shirt one time? No. Yeah, I did. No, well, you, we know, you haven't brought me not even a match. <laughs> I'll bring you something this trip. Okay. Okay, I'll go get a blade of grass off the <laughs> Hey, if it was at his house, that's fine. Fans from around the world are again were expected to visit the Jackson family home at 2300 Jackson Street, if you remember the song in Gary, Indiana. Yes. Pop music icon Michael Jackson died June 25th of 2009. Now, on last Tuesday, they were leaving flowers and riding on the fence surrounding the property and playing his music. Now, what they tried to do is do the mute Michael Jackson thing along with R. Kelly, which never way, happened. You know, a lot of people aren't um, aren't into that. OK, what you trying to do was sully this man's good name. OK, again, Oprah. And now Oprah went up there interviewing the damn Central Park Five. Y'all better leave Oprah alone. You'll wind up back in jail. 
because she sure ain't said a damn thing about Harvey Weinstein, Kevin Spacey, uh, Les Moonves, who was over there at CBS, and all these other white boys. He said nothing about them. Them first is the hashtag that Tariq Nasheed came up with. And, you know, you're just doing nothing for that. There's also a movie in the making that's called Killing Michael Jackson, hmm. and it's going to piece together the investigation into his death right. and examine his relationship with his personal physician, Conrad Murray. Right. Now, that I would look at. Yeah. But all of that stuff of trying to defame him yeah. and trying to, you know, uh, do all of this after the fact, yeah. even though this man has already been, uh, you know, found yeah. innocent of all that and, 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 and stuff, let him rest in peace. You're not dragging up all this stuff on Elvis. Right. Elvis wasn't. Jerry uh, Lee Lewis. Yeah. You know, they weren't uh, choir boys either. Exactly. And you just do absolutely nothing for them because they're trying to make. The black face, the face of sexual assault. Look at Bill Cosby. Why is he the only one in the pokey? Michael Jackson would have been 60 years old were he alive today. Was rehearsing for a tour intended to rehab his career, finances, and image when he died at the age of 50 of an overdose of the anesthetic Profifol on June 25th of 2009. His death would be a watershed moment with an outpouring of public affection expressed in an era of burgeoning social media. Farrah Fawcett also died on that day. Yes, she did. She died first, and then, but then once Michael died, it was all about Michael. Now, one thing you remember some a couple of months ago we were talking Mm -hmm. and i said that i thought that since they had everything in place for his for this major concert Mm -hmm. that janet would have been the perfect person yes to to finish it to to pick it up and to do it i think she could pull it off however i've kind of had a little change of thought in that because jermaine Mm -hmm. has a son that sounds exactly yes. like Michael when he's singing. Yeah. That's who I think because he can dance video. as well too. So I think it would be a really good idea mm-hmm. to, you know, for them to go ahead. I'd rather have Janet. Bring this concert back up. I think, or mm-hmm. both of them this could do it. it. But, you know, again, to listen to this young man, oh my goodness, it was just, it gave me chills at how much he sounds like his uncle. Yeah. And he along with his brother, and of course Jermaine going to try to get his little two cents up in there. Of course. They do a lot of different shows and things where they sing, and I mean, it, it's you have to Google him, and I know everybody's yeah. like, well, what is his name? I'll get that for you in a second, because this was just a <laughs> pop-up story, but amazing, amazing voice. There was a public memorial service, <clears throat> which was viewed around the world, and a revival of his music and stardom, posthumous albums, a film drama from the rehearsals that this is it deal that you like so much and a pair of Cirque Soleil shows using his music helped him become as profitable a pop star in death as he was in life allegations of child molestation that dogged him in his final years and peaked with a 2005 trial that ended in his acquittal on criminal charges were mostly forgotten at least until a revival of them in a documentary by Oprah Okay. Mm. To hell with Oprah. Michael Jackson is buried at the Forest Lawn Memorial Park in Glendale, California, two months after his death. Now, Joseph and his nephew Jackson. is Jafar Jackson. Okay. Joseph Jackson, his father, died June 27th of 2018 at the age of 89, becoming the only person in Michael Jackson's immediate family who has died in a decade 
since the singer's death. Katherine Jackson, now 89, became more famous after her son's death than she'd ever been. She received roughly half her son's estate in his will and acted as guardian for his three young children immediately after his death. Death. And that didn't go so well. Janet Jackson, the only one of Michael Jackson's siblings who has remotely approached her brother's success as a solo artist. 53-year-old Janet Jackson has remained popular in the decades since her brother's death. She appeared in films including 2010's For Colored Girls and released a self-help book titled True You, A Journey to Finding and Loving Yourself in 2011. That same year, she went on a 35-city Greatest Hits concert tour and was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame earlier this year. Jackie, Tito, Marlon, Jermaine, and Randy. These booms. The, the background singers. <laughs> They've kept trying to keep the family act alive since his death with tours, recordings, and shows and various groupings and as a solo artist. That show sucked. They need money. Okay. The brothers were quick to defend Michael's legacy when the HBO documentary Leaving Neverland was released this year. They immediately left a tour of Australia to give interviews. Now, again, that show sucked. Okay. You had Marlon out there trying to do the Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. Okay. Latoya and Reby Jackson. Latoya, now 63, was among the first family members to arrive at the L.A. hospital where their brother was declared dead and is listed on his death certificate as the person who officially gave notice of his death. They accused her of going to his home right after as well. And because apparently he used to keep a a big lump sum of cash on him at all times. And they're saying that he had a million dollars cash in the house mm-hmm. and it came up missing doesn't mean latoya did it though right. in my book because a lot of he had a lot of workers as well so yeah. i'm sure other people also knew where that stash was michael joseph jackson the second michael's son was 12 when his father died he's now 22 he graduated in may from Lo- loyola marymount university in la paris jackson the daughter At 11 years old, she became the public face of grief for the singer when she took to the microphone in tears at her father's public memorial and said, I just want to say, ever since I was born, daddy has been the best dad ever. She's now 21. Prince Jackson II. Confusingly, the Jackson child whose birth name is Prince is not the one who goes by Prince. That's the eldest brother. Right. 17-year-old Prince Jackson is the son of Michael and an unknown surrogate. So I think they both of their names have Prince in it somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. But the um those oldest two, well, even their younger ones. Right. They don't look like they have not an ounce of black in them. You that. know, and I understand that blood doesn't make biological. For sure. However, if something happens to these kids eventually, they need to know what their what their history is. When we come real back, history, I will be discussing the Democratic debates. Jackie O has to get ready to go to work. She'll come yes. back to do the Jackie O Entertainment Report. But thank you one and all. Again, we will be going into dry dock. We will be back July 29th, mine. Yeah. And uh, man, man. And I'll still be, we'll, we both will still be posting on our social yes. media. So we'll still be active. We just want be on the show yeah, for a minute. We'll be doing you a full show. I'll be touching on different topics and subjects on Facebook Live, things of that nature, as we get ready to bring you an all brand new show at the end of the month. The new voices of black media is Shackle 4 1 in the main event with Jackie L. Pray until something happens. 
God always provides. At pushjackradios.com, the power is in the name. Hey, Dr. Ramsey and the crew over at kybnradio.com. Where we're syndicated in Mountain View, California. That's right. Pushgapradio.com. Don't knock the hustle, baby. Giving you two scoops. With them scoops and there, that boy, that boy. <laughs> Pushgapradio.com. Dallas. He was a child prodigy, a musical genius, and a dynamite entertainer. Michael Jackson's record-setting career and dazzling dance moves spanned four decades and defined an era. But on June 25, 2009, his sudden death brought the world to a halt. And I just wanted to say I love him so much. The collective emotions, I would say, were shock and kind of overpowering loss. Margot Jefferson is a cultural critic and the author of On Michael Jackson, a biography about the life of the pop culture icon. What was it about Michael Jackson that made him such a huge star? He was utterly charismatic and kinetic, and he could do everything. But Jackson's larger-than-life persona was not without controversy. For years, he dodged rumors and allegations of child sexual abuse. In 2005, the world watched as he stood trial for child molestation charges. Three months later, he was acquitted on all counts. He was like disgraced royalty. He'd been exiled. Exiled from cultural admiration and acceptance. I definitely felt that death in that way was a kind of salvation for his reputation as an artist. It allowed people to lay to rest for a time those controversies. Until Leaving Neverland. Exactly. This past March, the two-part documentary Leaving Neverland debuted on HBO turning the camera on two men who said Jackson took advantage of them as young children. He helped me with my creativity, with all of those sorts of things. And he also sexually abused me for seven years. The film prompting a strong backlash against Jackson and his music. You could see the marks that their story seemed to have left on them psychologically. And I think that was overwhelming. Ten years after his death, fans are still grappling with the King of Pop's legacy. Others, including some of Jackson's diehard fans, have mounted campaigns to prove his innocence. This past weekend, singer Janet Jackson opened up about her brother's legacy, telling the Sunday Times, it will continue. I love it when I see kids emulating him, when adults still listen to his music. For those in the middle, though, the debate continues. Are we perhaps looking at this the wrong way, this idea that we have to separate the man from, from his music? Yeah, I think we are. There's so often this debate, is the art more important or is the life? We can do both. Pushgatradio.com. We want to be your official Dallas Internet station. Hi, we're the Goo Goo Dolls. We're fortunate that we can give our daughters everything they need to grow and learn. But not every child can focus on classes and play dates. Nearly 13 million kids in the U.S. face hunger. That's one in six. School lunch might be their only meal each day. 
and it's heartbreaking to imagine any child going to bed hungry. We're dreaming of a perfect day when kids can smile, play, and just be kids without worrying about where their next meal will come from. Feeding America is working to make that perfect day a reality. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste. That food is given to families and children in need. Being a kid should be about doing things that make an ordinary day extraordinary. Learning to play an instrument, building a sandcastle, hosting tea parties. Hunger should never be an obstacle to growing up. You can help end childhood hunger in your community by visiting feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Pushgapradio.com. It's Dallas, baby. What's up, everyone? Night two of the clown show debates. I mean, I'm dumber. I'm dumber for having had to sit through two nights of that crap. What's up, everyone, by the way? Happy early 4th of July weekend. How do you not vote for Donald Trump after watching that? I mean, Kamala Harris, Bernie Sanders, Joe Biden, Pete Buttigieg, Eric Swalwell. Who else did we have? (laughs) Marianne Williamson. Boy, was she something. What was her accent? What? century is she from? I think it was Molly Hemingway's husband said on Twitter, she's like, she's from a screwball comedy straight out of the 40. And I'm just gonna say to the to the Prime Minister of New Zealand, girl, you are so well. Uh, you know what? She won the debate because at this point, it's just, who the, who's the craziest? Who is the craziest? I mean, how do you not vote for Donald Trump when every single hand shoots up when they ask, would you give health care to illegal immigrants? And every single hand goes up. Not one of them says, oh, maybe this is not a good idea. So what? We bring all of them in because they want open borders. We saw from the previous night that they don't want to enforce our border laws. They don't think that apprehensions at the border are just. They think we just need to let them all in. So what? We let them all in. We pay for their health care. How are we going to pay for all of that? I'll tell you, you're going to pay for it. I'm going to pay for it. We'll get taxed through the nose. And Bernie Sanders admitted he wants to raise taxes on the middle class. So it's not just the millionaires and the billionaires anymore whom he wants to tax. He wants to tax you. He wants to tax hardworking, everyday Americans to pay for the health care of illegal immigrants and all of these other insane programs that were on parade last night on that stage. This was a sight to behold. When you have all of these people offering ideas that would harm the country, that would harm Americans who actually are working, who are actually paying taxes in favor of people who are not, in favor of people who want to break the laws and come here illegally, that Donald Trump is the best choice. I mean, the economy under Trump is still booming. 71% of Americans agree that the economy is doing well under Donald Trump. 60% of Democrats agree with that stat. And I think any American who tuned in to night one and two of these debates can see that. Now, in terms of just the competitive element, the, 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 the who won the debate, I think Kamala came clearly as the first place winner in that debate. I don't even think it's close. Now, I, I don't like her. Frankly, I don't think she's very likable. I don't think that she has ideas to offer the American people that would benefit the American people. But I think in terms of taking it to Biden and embarrassing Biden and putting him on the spot with his support for not desegregating schools, I think that that put her on the map again. And now she's back as someone who has a chance of getting the nomination. I think Biden was a big loss for him. It was a big loss for Biden. Right. He 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 had nothing to offer. He had he said nothing memorable. He got just completely owned by Kamala Harris, which is not a good look for him. And then you had Buddha judge who got his ass kicked by freaking Eric Swalwell. 
That's embarrassing. When Eric Swalwell, who is as dumb as they come, and who has it, you saw Eric Swalwell up there trying to remember his lines. Oh, we're gonna be bold without the without the without the uh, without the bull. Bold without the bull. And we're going to take bold action and, you know, all of his memorized lines. He's, he's as dumb as they come. He, he speaks weird. He looks weird. He's not likable. It was a goal that I wanted to achieve from the very beginning. I'm a 40-year-old man that walked in there to get his high school diploma. I wasn't sure if I could do it. It was very hard for me, but the teachers, the counselors, they help you. One of the teachers was uh, Miss Araceli. Miss Araceli, she gave me direction. Every single time I had a question, she'll put down whatever she's doing and she'll come over and she'll sit there with you until you get it. At age 47, with the help of his teacher, Marco finished his high school diploma. 50% of getting your high school diploma is walking through those doors. The other 50% is doing the work. Getting your high school diploma, it is a life-changing experience. It really is. It catapults you to where you want to go. No one gets a diploma alone. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. This is the story of a very special woman. In a matter of seconds, she turned herself into a great mathematician or an entrepreneur. Her knowledge was limitless and still is. She could also make monsters disappear, especially those that lurked in the shadows under the bed. Once, this woman put back together a teenage girl's broken heart, which had been shattered in a thousand pieces, just by giving her a bear hug. She masqueraded as a regular person at work, but as a superhero at home. Everyone knows her as Gabriella. I still call her mom. Your hero needs you now, and AARP is here to help. Find the care guides you need to help, complete with tips and resources, at aarp.org caregiving. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. PushGapRadio.com. Our agenda is pushing yours. Booty Judge got his butt kicked by Eric Swalwell. Eric Swalwell said, hey, someone died and the police weren't wearing cams and they should have been wearing cams to figure out what the hell happened. Why, as mayor, did you not fire the police chief? And Booty Judge just looked at him like, I don't know, didn't have an answer. And then the moderators asked him a question about how he hasn't been able to solve this rising racial tensions in South Bend, Indiana. And he said, I don't know, we just haven't been able to solve it. That's not an answer, bro. That's not a good answer. That's not going to satisfy anyone. When you're running for president of the United States, you can't just sit there and say, I, I don't know, we weren't able to. That is not satisfactory, booty judge. Bernie was not memorable at all. Bernie, you know, sitting there with his same old lines, we're going to start a revolution. We're going to start a, a, a revolution and take it to the millionaires and billionaires. That's old stuff, bro. When you've got Marianne Williamson sitting on the corner there, on the far left, saying, not answering the questions, just saying, you know what, these are all particulars, is I think we need to give reparations to black folks. But when you've got them calling for reparations, your cute little democratic socialism is old news, bro. Old news. And he just looks stale. We've heard all of his talking points before. We've seen him up on the debate stage before. We know what he does. We know his thing. So it just was unremarkable. So everything he did was not impressive, it was not new, it was not remarkable. So he lost, Biden lost, Kamala, like I said, came out on top. Who else was, oh, Kristen, or it's Kirsten. 
Gillibrand. Kirsten Gillibrand. She is dumb, dude. She is a dumb lady. I don't care what you say. I mean, she sat up there, did her Valley Girl routine, tried to butt in. I mean, how did she even get elected? I want to know how she got elected. I want to know how Eric Swalwell got elected. I want to know who the dumb people who elected these even dumber people are. I mean, Kirsten Jill, oh my goodness. And you've seen the video of her dancing at the gay club saying, oh, gay rights, I love gays, whatever she said. And then, you know, she's trying to, to dance and, and she's trying to serve up alcoholic beverages to pander. You know, they all pander. That's their thing is the pandering. Pandemonium, as we call it. Pete Booty Judge opened his remarks with Espanol. You know, that's the new thing. They all talk in Espanol. You know, that's their thing. That's the new thing. Beto. I don't know. Necesito. Dude, we know you don't speak. You're not Hispanic. You're Irish. The jig is up. And then Booker, who was like, I don't know what language that was with Booker. Again, the choice is clear, folks. The choice is clear. Now, I mean, we can talk about Donald Trump's accomplishments. We can talk about what he's done on the border. But if you vote any of these people in, the border is going to be busted wide open and the illegals are going to come flooding in and then you're going to get to pay for their health care. I think Biden is going to lose his top spot. I think those are going to be the names. I think Kamala is going to be rising. I think Elizabeth Warren's going to be rising. I think Biden's going to be dropping. I think Buttigieg is probably going to hold his spot. I wasn't impressed with him last night, but people probably were. I think Beto is done. I think Booker might might still have a shot at being in the next round of debates, but I, I, I think that he, I don't think he has a shot at the nomination. So we'll see what happens, but I, I had to give my, I had to give my, <laughs> my reaction to that. All right, folks, happy 4th of July weekend. We will see you soon. PushCapRadio.com in Dallas and Fort Worth. Jackie O had to go and make them damn donuts. You know, she works from home. But she will be back to do the Jackie O Entertainment Report. On last week, the clown car pulled up, baby. It was the 2019 Democratic Debates. Now, after you heard this debate, you know good and damn well Trump will be back in office. These people are freaking clowns. Let me tell you something. Kamala ain't going to make it because white women didn't do all this work to let a black woman get up in there. I think, I truly believe that who the Democrats are going to put out there will be Joe Biden and Elizabeth Warren. Okay, they want another white man back up in there. They're not finna give it to a minority, this, that, and a third. Now, the thing that's been going on is what you heard was these people are talking about giving free health care to the illegal immigrants. Understand this. Your ass get a fine for not having insurance. When they pulled out Obamacare, you get a fine for not having insurance. They want to give it to these people for free. Okay. Kamala Harris got up there. Her and Joe Biden got into a little tete-a-tete with their confrontation. And uh, they say it was the most riveting moment in the two nights of debates when her and um, for Vice President Joe Biden got into it, mine. And she was talking about the busing thing. And then he hung out with segregationists, this, that, and a third. Okay. And even with that, though, Kamala is not it. Now, I don't know what y'all think of Kamala. Kamala tries to pass herself off as black, but she will let you know very quickly that she ain't black. 
Okay. They just totally went around the topic of race. Totally went around the topic of reparations. So what it is, again, is benign neglect. We're not going to discuss your issues, black person. So the thing is, if you have no black agenda, there's no black vote. Now they're talking about, well, if the black people don't get out and vote, then Trump will be back in office. Then that's what's going to happen. You totally disregard what our issues are. Okay. And again, these people, man, are just not going to do the right thing. They're just not. Now, you had 10 candidates and they discussed immigration, gun control and health care on the first night. Okay, And um, it was the presidential debate for the 2020 cycle kicked off on last Wednesday. Now, you have 25 candidates. These 10 took to the stage and, you know, they were in Miami, Florida doing their thing. And within 16 minutes of the debate start, Trump's name was uttered regarding a course then over U.S. tensions with Iran. Because, you know, Trump was about to um, send a bomb over there to Iran. Then he asked the guy, well, how many people would die? He told him, I think, 150. So Trump pulled back on that. Trump said that the debate was boring. Okay. Trump don't give a damn. He was in Osaka, Japan for the G20 summit. And Trump said it was boring because you know how Trump is. Trump going to put it out there. Now, during the discussion around health care, Senator Warren says she supports Medicare for all. Bernie Sanders and uh, Beto O'Rourke said they support Medicare for America. And he said it would allow people who are happy with their insurance plan to keep it. But the thing of it is you won't do anything for black folk. But you will help illegal immigrants who are in this country illegally. How does that work? Okay. Now, who was it? O'Rourke? I think it was. And Booty Juice. They start speaking in Spanish. Okay. And if you're not careful with all your racism, your ass will be speaking Spanish. They're letting these people flood in here. And um, again, you do not get free health care. You have to pay for it. And they're giving this stuff free to the illegal immigrants. Again, you have people flooding in here, man. They're getting all the benefits. Yet still, you still don't want to give things to black people. Truly sad. Okay. Now, the debate featured former Vice President Joe Biden, Senator Bernie Sanders, Mayor Pete Booty Judge of South Bend, Indiana, Senator Michael Bennett of Colorado, Senator Kristen Gillibrand of New York, Senator Kamala Harris of California, former Colorado Governor John Hickenlooper, Eric Swalwell of California, and Arthur Marion Williamson, who said that she was down for reparations when she had spoken on, I think, the Breakfast Club show. And uh, it was a two nights of debates. But basically what it is, is you're not getting anything. Everything is going to the people and all of them raised their hand when the question was asked. What's in it for you? And this is where we stand with this as um, ADOS in this country. If there's no black agenda, there's no black vote. Okay, they've been taking us for granted for years. Now, what most of them are doing are going for the white moderates. Okay, they want Trump's base of the racist people that voted for him. No tangibles, no vote in 2020. 
again, they say, well, if the blacks don't come in, because they, 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 they blame black people for Trump being in office to begin with because we didn't show up for Hillary. But that showed you the power of our vote because we got Barack in there twice. The Democrats can only get in office with the black vote because the black people are the only group that votes in a block. But you notice they never mention us. They're, everything's always for everyone. Rising tide lifts all boats. Not this year. You need to get up to speed on what's going on. Don't just run out and vote like the one girl's mother-in-law said. I like Cory Book. I'm going to vote for him because he looks like Barack. No, sweetie. That's not how politics works. It's quid pro quo. Something for something. You get my vote, then what's in it for me? Again, they tell these other groups what's in it for them, but not for you. We just want your vote and we're going to go back to treating you like trash. It's time to wake up, people. They're trying to get rid of us. That's why there's the big push for reparations right now. Because without that money, cut the check, we're going to be annihilated. And you have these people talking about what black people just begging and you need to pull yourself up by your bootstraps. No other group in America has pulled themselves up by their bootstraps. Everyone that came here has got something from the government. Land, money, all kind of set asides. But now we're begging when we ask for it. Some idiot talking about, well, black people got reparation with food stamps and Section 8. Are you an idiot? That's for everyone. Do you know? That when food stamps came out, that white women who were wives of white farmers could get subsidies. And the white farmer didn't have to leave the house. But when it came to black women getting it, you can only get these set asides if you get the black man out of the house. Now look at your children. Running rampant because there was no man around. The little girl on the video on Facebook twerking and they throwing money at her. That little girl had to have been four, five, six years old. The destruction of the black family unit. That's where the strength lies. Did you know that back in the day, as a black person, you could only get enough insurance to bury yourself? They didn't want you getting a million dollar insurance policy and passing this wealth down to your children. You have to realize their only competition is us. You can send all these other people back home. The Arabs, the Hispanics, the Asians. We're their competition. That's why they burnt down all our stuff. Rosewood, Tulsa, Oklahoma, that bombing up in Philadelphia back in the early 80s. We are their competition. Because you can give all these other people their money and tell them to pack up their tent and get the hell out. Where are you going to send 40 million black people? And why you keep acting like you don't know who would get reparations? Five, six, seven, eight years ago, Bernie Sanders and uh, Hillary Clinton signed a deal to give more money to Israel for the Jews. But then when Bernie Sanders was asked about reparations, well, what is reparations? How would it work? You didn't have a problem with how the hell it would work when you signed it for your people. Benign neglect. If there's no black agenda, there's no black vote, man. These people can get up here and talk all they want to. Trump will be back in office in 2020. And I think Trump has a touch of dementia. Trump is 73 years old. You know, your faculty start going 
at that time. When we come back, the next voice you hear will be that of Jackie Yo, who will sneak out here to do the Jackie Yo Entertainment Report. And then I will close it out. Don't forget, we will be going into Dry Dock after this week. And we will be back July 29th of 2019. Big shout out to KYBNRadio.com in Mountain View, California with Dr. Aaron Ramsey and the crew. PushGapRadios.com. It's all about Dallas, baby. What's up? It's your man Money B from Digital Underground. And when I'm not drinking 40s with your mama, I cool out with my man. Today, I want to talk about Make-A-Wish. Make-A-Wish is a foundation that grants wishes of children with life-threatening medical conditions to enrich the human experience with hope, strength, and joy. They help kids with sometimes deadly diseases by helping them by granting a wish that they've had. Did you know that a wish experience affects the mental and emotional well-being of a child? A new wish is granted every 34 minutes. More than 81% of every dollar raised goes towards wishes granted. You can give some hope to these kids by donating. For more information, visit wisconsin.wish.org or call 920-993-9994. One in three adults has prediabetes. One in three. That means it could be you. Your football buddy, your football buddy, or you, your best man, your worst man, you, your dog walker, your cat jogger. While one in three adults has prediabetes, with early diagnosis, prediabetes can be reversed. Take the risk test at doihaveprediabetes.org. That's doihaveprediabetes.org. Wait, did they just say one in three adults has prediabetes? That's 33.33333% of adults. That means it could be me, my boss, or my boss's boss, or me, my favorite sister, or my other sister. That's seven members of my 21-person romantic book club. <gasps> Wait, the one in three could be me, my karaoke partner Carol, or ugh, my karaoke enemy Jeff. I'm going to take the risk test at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. Some knowledge belongs to us and us alone. The way our girlfriends walk. The way they talk. The way they touch their hair. We hold details that only a sister can know about her girls. But what about our other girls? The ones that we carry with us every day. Can we describe them when everything's right? Can we feel when something's wrong? Our bond with our sister girls gives life. But knowing your breasts can save it. Go to knowyourgirls.org for the facts you need on breast health. That's knowyourgirls.org. Brought to you by Susan G. Coleman and the Ad Council. You just shot to number one on your internet radio dial. Shackle Ford won in the main event only on PushGapRadio.com. I'm looking for Jackie. 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 Jackie
Bakersfieldville to Richard, sending back to Funky Town. From Lancaster to Cedar Hill and even Axtown. It's the hottest combination in the urban internet game. Dallas, baby. Hey, y'all. Lil Nas X from Old Town. Old Town. What is it? Old Country Town. Everybody know the name of the song but me. But anyway, y'all know who I'm talking about. Old Country Road. Yeah, Old Country Road. That's it. Thank you. You know, this past month in June was Gay Pride Month. Oh yeah! And on the thirtieth of June was yeah, this was the month. they brought it all home big time right, right. and did this World Pride Day yeah. march in New York, which was like millions of people he was over there riding and ponies. all this stuff. Well, yeah, he yeah. was he he came yeah. out on social media and he said for people to pay attention to his song Closure. That's right. And right. he said yeah. he said that. Some people already know and others was about to know. And he let it be known that he is gay. Okay. And Lil Nas X. He yeah. yes, he came out as as being gay and he I, says that he I, know that he'll probably lose some of his fans, but he just wanted it to be out there. Because I was wondering when you told me that mm-hmm. was he at the uh Dango Gay Pride Parade when you said that he was a uh, that he was hanging out over there, am I? And I was wondering about that. But you have a lot of supporters of gay pride that are not yeah. gay. I mean, Wendy Williams was there too in a rainbow-colored cat suit. Wendy Williams was at the gay pride parade. Yes, there were a lot of of straight people that were at the gay pride parade. Wow. Yeah, I've gone to some gay stuff with my friends before. Well, I've and celebrated some people in my job. They're so fun. You know, and, uh, yeah. I mean, they're human just like everybody else. And we support, well, no one's and, knocking and, and that. And other people you know. support their causes as well. And I support them, too. Well, no so, one's knocking the fact that, right. you know. Well, yeah, yeah, I know you're not. But, yeah, she was there, had on her her little rainbow outfit, and, and Twitter just went crazy, especially 50 Cent. Because on this one picture, what she did is she had a, a, a gay pride flag laid out. Right. She laid out on the gay pride flag, and this pose that she struck, Looked like she was, you know, one of those a dead body pose. Right, right. And they just went off, and because she was looking a hot mess, she shouldn't have done that part. But was that Wendy? Wendy Williams. Yeah. yeah. But Wendy's living her best life, as she say, with her little twenty-something-year-old boy toy. Sorry, ain't nothing wrong with and, it. And, and she having her some. She moving on with her life away from that old 
cruddy husband of hers, Kevin Hunter. Oh, really? Fantasia. Fantasia says she has lost everything twice and made a comeback. And she said this time around, it's, it's not happening. Fantasia says she don't have all of that extra help like everybody else does. She says she cook her own food. Her mama and, and grandmother came from the country, made sure she knew how to cook. So she says she throw down in the kitchen herself. She drives herself where she needs to go. She keeps her own kids. Fantasia says she don't have the money for all that. And after losing it twice and getting back to where she started from, she doesn't feel all of that is necessary. So kudos to her for being, uh, you know, remaining right, right, true to herself. She's like, whatever it is that you every to go through every day, I go through those same things because I'm doing it myself. So kudos to her because yeah. you have some of them that are so bougie they don't even um, bathe themselves. I've seen videos, <laughs> uh, pictures rather, not videos. I saw pictures of Floyd Mayweather being he gets bathed by. Uh, he got uh, that from. Eddie Murphy, mine, and coming to America, the Royal Washers. Yeah, you can't wash your own ass. Come on no. now. You, you you could at least pick up a towel and wash your own, but you ain't no baby. Well. But I guess if you got the money like that, hey, you know, whatever whatever pops their panties. <laughs> I guess. Or in his case, his drawers. But uh, um, you can have all that. Yeah, that's crazy. The but, Royal Bathers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That ain't real. I don't know. It's just that's just something I don't about. No, that might be interesting though to have somebody. Go ahead. Of course, a man <laughs> would say that. You know that. <laughs> of course, a male would say that. I am not surprised. Why you? Why you? Why you? Why you missed that spot? Mm-mm. <laughs> See, like that was that spot right there, really dirty. You could right wash right there. Get right there. A lot longer. Mm-hmm. Get right down. Mary J. Blige is still doing her thing. I love me some Mary J. Blige. Yeah. This time she signed a production deal with Lionsgate, mm-hmm. and she uh, has given them first look rights. Right. So right. she's going to be coming out with some uh, new material, mm-hmm. and it should. Be interesting because actually Mary is a lot more talented than people give her credit. Mm. We've seen her in some of the things that she's acted in, and she yeah, was so good in one of them. Was good, yeah. She was so good at Emma Bound, as a matter of fact, that you didn't even know who she was. I so sure didn't. And she <laughs> played a hella role. She played the guy's mom. Yeah, she did. She did. And that makeup artist did a really good job mm-hmm. on dressing her down. But it was so funny, y'all. He did not know who she was and didn't believe me at first right. when I told him who she was. Then I look, as I looked at her, because the makeup was amazing. Yes, they did a great job. Yeah, it finally kicked in. Um, a few months ago, we ta- <laughs> I talked about Tony Braxton's 24-year-old niece, mm. Lauren. Right. She, she died all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. And Lauren is the daughter of the only son right. uh, in the Braxton family. And as a matter of fact, he raised her and her sister as a single parent, wow. along with the help of his sisters and his mom. Right. She died. Um, originally, they, they thought it was some complications because she has had a lifelong heart condition. Mm-hmm. Her mate says yeah. that he or she went upstairs, and when they came back downstairs, Lauren had collapsed mm-hmm. and was, was deceased. Wow. Well, the autopsy results have come back, and it turns out that she actually died of 
a heroin overdose mm. and fentanyl on that boy and, and fentanyl intoxication right um, you know y'all talk to your kids this is a really really sad thing and it's touching across all lines all classes it's just I mean it's crazy it is but it's more so them that's on them uh, but a 24 year old that's that's young to yeah be that's very that young that's a those are some serious drugs again when crack cocaine was going on in the black neighborhood it was seen as criminal now that they're hooked on the methamphetamines all of a sudden it's a healthcare issue yeah that's crazy uh, Carmelo Anthony apparently one of his weaknesses is beautiful women as well right he a few years ago uh, he was married to Lala Anthony or he is married to Lala Anthony right and whose birthday was on last week he, yes it was and that's part of what this story is her birthday is included in this right Carmelo who we all know plays basketball Lala does modeling acting and some other stuff but he cheated. She found out about it, left him mm-hmm. because he actually had a baby by his mistress. Right. Took a long time. He was all over social media and everywhere else, just begging, 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 wanting his wife back. He was apologizing and he was just really putting himself out there. Mm-hmm. Well, Lala, a few months ago, right. went ahead, took him back. They're getting their family back together because they do have a son, Kyan. Put the band back that together. They're raising. Yes. Well, Lala, like you said, Lala's birthday was last week. Mm-hmm. The day after her birthday, because Carmelo wasn't with her to celebrate her birthday. Right, right. He was in Italy, uh, so allegedly on a business trip. Well, pictures surfaced with him on a yacht mm-hmm. with a bikini-clad young lady. Right. That is married as well. Mm-hmm. He trying to say that that's his business partner's that's wife, right. and the business partner was also there. That's he right. The with it. when they was all looking out on the deck, talking about his, his ain't nothing wrong with it. Talking about his business partner is extremely private. Yeah. No, no business partner is that private where you outside like that with his wife in a bikini look like she He went to get the drinks. He'd be back. Looking like you reaching for her and she reaching for you uh, as you all sprawled out, laid out. He's rubbing that suntan this, ocean on yeah, my mind. Y'all misconstrue things. That's huh? one of them men need to be overboard type situations. Yeah, I'll be but it's like man, pull it together. Fun. You know these cameras are everywhere. You just got your wife back and here you go. Now <laughs> <laughs> he trying to say, you know, y'all wrong for that. You shouldn't be, you shouldn't be trying to insinuate anything and all that because how Lala responded originally, uh, as far as via social media, right. is she had a heart with a dagger going through it, like mm-hmm. I mean, with a knife in it, like you know, he stabbed her in the heart again. Right. But she had a good time, allegedly, with Kim Kardashian and some mm-hmm. of her other friends and things that took her. She be going in with Tommy on power, baby. The time. Tommy be knocking it off. Well, she's also just landed a new role, yeah. you know, because this is the last season of Power, and she's right. been an excellent Fifty uh, Cent part of that cast. But even if it's not, she has already signed on to mm-hmm. be on the remake of uh, the reboot of 90210. Mm-hmm. She's going to be married to Brian Austin Green's character. Okay. So I may even look at it now because she's actually going to be the first black that has been on 90210 because the yeah. original. Uh, one did not like have friends. yeah it didn't have any black people up there yeah. but um 
So we will keep you updated on what's going on with the Anthony's over there. All right, you got one minute. You want to tell people that you're going to be out for three weeks and yes. And again, we're back to the well to the job. I I think if they know that we are not going to be on for three weeks, that I won't be doing the entertainment report. Unless I'm just going to come on here and we're going to do the entertainment report every week. No. Uh, but other than that, yeah, I will be gone for three weeks doing that. And as a matter of fact, after the, after I finish with this, I'm already out. Um, and thank you all again for your support. We love it. We love it. Thank you. And again, stay locked in with us on our Facebook page. Yes, definitely. And tell them where that is one more time. Uh, you can go to Facebook and we have two. We have a page as that's pushgapradio.com and then we have a group that is pushgap radio like us while you're there and join the group that's what that is this has been Jackie O with your pushgapradio.com entertainment report time to make them donuts dog yes shaka for one of the main event with Jackie O yes Dallas baby It's the hottest combination in the urban internet game. Dallas, baby. Yeah, you, it's me, your heart. Listen to me. We've got to talk. High blood pressure is serious, and yours? Whoa. What happened to us? We used to be so much more active. But lately, you've been ignoring me. I know you think I'm just going to keep ticking away forever, but you're wrong. You can do so much more to control your high blood pressure. Doing the minimum isn't doing enough. I'm under a lot of pressure and can quit whenever I want. Bet you didn't know that. But I like my job. Just treat me better. Check on me. Give me something green to nibble on every once in a while. And maybe we can do some exercise on occasion. Let's get to it. After all, we're in this together. Listen to your heart. Don't let it quit on you. High blood pressure can lead to a stroke, heart attack, or death. Get your blood pressure to a healthy range before it's too late. Find out how at heart.org slash blood pressure. Check, change, control. A message from the American Heart Association, the American Stroke Association, and the Ad Council. Some think young people are just about selfies. Think again. When I was seven years old, I was diagnosed with a brain tumor. I decided that I wanted to give back to all my nurses and doctors and all the patients that I met through my experiences. I did Water for Flint when I challenged other churches to donate water. In my nonprofit, it helps get kids involved in the community. There are people out there who literally have nothing, and whatever you do, it can make a difference. We empower kids to find their voice through creative writing, and to tell a kid that your voice matters and your experiences matter is really amazing. Selfies. No. Selfless. Do you know students who volunteer? Have them apply for a Prudential Spirit of Community Award at spirit.prudential.com. It's who we love. And at a time when we have never seemed more divided, a common enemy is killing our loved ones. It doesn't care about our differences or disagreements about red states, blue states, black lives, or white privilege. 
It's a threat to each and every child. It is addiction. But if we commit the time, the talent, and the money, we can protect our kids. Prevention worked for measles, malaria, and polio. Prevention worked to shrink our smoking habit. Prevention works. Life can be painful for our kids, especially in these times. But we can teach them resilience and how to make healthy choices. When we act early, we can prevent addiction. Support prevention efforts in your school and community. Start the conversation. Talking to your kids about drugs isn't easy, but we can help. Learn how at TalkAboutItSTL.com. PushGapRadio.com. It's Dallas, baby. I'm struck with a question. So the President of the United States, Donald Trump, has been accused of rape. Donald Trump has been accused of rape. Here are some things that I believe to be true. Donald Trump is a racist. Donald Trump is a rapist. And Donald Trump owns a 90% approval rating. Now, my problem is that the deafening silence you hear is from the Me Too movement. Now, imagine if you were an athlete and were accused of rape. If you were a TV host and were accused of rape. If you were a TV uh, uh, um, actor or, or a uh, the owner of a of a movie company or the owner of a, a network and you were accused of rape, could you be working right now? And would they be silent? We heard more noise from that movement from LeVar Ball, who made an innocuous comment about shifting gears last week. We had, we heard more noise from, um, um, you know, the, the Me Too movement about the actor on the shy than we heard about the president of the United States of America. This woman has said she was raped and it is silent. Nate Parker had a movie called Birth of a Nation, had a rape allegation that he beat in court, and they were more angry and loud about that. Don, uh, Mike, uh, excuse me, uh, R. Kelly has 23 allegations, 21 allegations against him. Donald Trump has two. Bill Cosby, we had things in his past. He's in prison. Donald Trump, uh, 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 R. Kelly is going to court. Donald Trump, nothing has happened to him. We've had congressmen and senators who've had to resign just because somebody alleged they did something inappropriate. A, a dude running for the president, Joe Biden, had to explain why he hugged somebody without permission because the Me Too movement was very loud about them. Why are they quiet? Why are they quiet right now? Can you imagine working right now with even one of those allegations? Can you imagine doing it in radio or in television or in movies or in business? Could you do that right now? Why is the Me Too movement quiet right now when Donald Trump has been accused of rape and no one has said anything? I'm not. It's not about whether you can win or not. It's about how vocal you are. And the very the very drive, the very ethos, the very idea of the Me Too movement came about when women were being preyed upon by powerful men and they were afraid to lose their livelihoods and their reputation. And that is the very thing that this young woman alleges. She was afraid to talk to Donald Trump or to accuse him of what would happen to her. Isn't that what you're supposed to do? You are silent right now. Now, I'm not saying these have anything to do with each other, but I'll say this. 53% of educated white women voted for Donald Trump. Donald Trump said out of his mouth, out of his mouth, I grabbed them by the pee because when you're rich, they'll do it. Now, in my experience, I don't know a lot of presidents, but I know a lot of men who think like that. And if they'll grab it, they'll take it. Why is the Me Too movement 
so quiet right now when the president of the United States of, uh, is being accused of rape and the president's answer would have been insufficient. That's not my type. She wasn't my type. And no one's saying anything about it. Is there? A, that means that if she wasn't your type, there is a type that you would rape. This woman is alleging that she was raped by a very powerful man, which is the very reason that you exist. Why is the Me Too movement so silent right now? You say more with your silence than you do anything else. Maybe it's not Me Too. Maybe it's you too. PushCapRadio.com in Dallas and Fort Worth. For those of you who have Netflix, I watched the um, Mike Epps comedy thing. Only one Mike. Extremely funny. That Mike Epps has told off mine. He said that he was at the Home Depot and he got into a tete-a-tete with a Hispanic guy. The guy told him, screw you. Mike told him, screw you. So Mike says he goes out. He goes out in the parking lot. And next thing you know, this big Hispanic dude comes up on it. You understand me? He done forgot about the guy. It's like an hour later. He's walking to his car. Mike said, I know a killer when I see one. Now, you can say you about that life until somebody who's about that life walks up. And then said the dude came up on it and said, yo, you got in through it with my little nephew. I said, he said, man, who is your nephew? Then he called the nephew over. The nephew comes over. And he said, oh, this dude. He said, man, they about to beat the brakes off of me. I'm paraphrasing here. And he said, then the other dude walks up and said, hey, you're Day-Day. He said, that's what saved him. He said, yeah, 27, 47. <laughs> so if you're looking for something to watch, my, you definitely want to check out. That's Jackie in the background, supposed to be at work. Beats. The movie Beats. With her. I, I got it, Jackie. Thank you, yeah, man. Make it sound like amateurs. You want to get on the mic? Get out that refrigerator and take your ass back to work. You got. You got. Uh, you throwing me off here, man. I'm trying to do a show. You're supposed to be at work. Stop being a <laughs> I'm going to call get a room Tell him Jackie doing everything But on that damn phone The movie Beats with Anthony Anderson was great If you're looking for something to watch Over the 4th of July weekend You might, you, you might want to check Beats out mine. About this kid His sister was killed in Chicago And he would just never leave the house But Anthony Anderson found out That he was just amazing at laying down these beats hella producer the young dr dre young p diddy you understand me great movie if you want to check it out uh we also found this program that allows you to go in and find other subcategories in netflix but of course every time you clicked on the black comedies nothing you click on black documentaries nothing but then you go click on everything else and there it was for those of you who think that uh ados shouldn't be getting reparations Okay, I know we covered reparations on last week's show, but most people who are against it, they're not ADOS. 
Again, what's your lineage? Where are your grandkids buried? I mean, your grandparents buried. Where are your great-grandparents buried? Where are your great-great-grandparents buried? Most people who talk down on reparations about us are from somewhere else. Cameroon, Haiti, Jamaica, the Caribbean, Nigeria. And don't think we should get reparations. But like I told you earlier in the program, no one pulled themselves up by their bootstraps. Everyone was given set-asides and all kind of benefits. You will never, ever see a black business in an Asian community or an Arab community or a Hispanic community. But all of them have businesses in ours. Now, here's how lynching was used by whites to destroy the competition from black business owners. 73-year-old Rita Hudson discovered a marker commemorating lynchings in Lee County, Texas. Okay. And the story of the murder of Elmore Bowling, a successful black businessman by his jealous white neighbor in Alabama in 1949, was just a glimpse into the pattern of racist violence that terrorized African-Americans for generations. On a broader scale, during the Jim Crow era, white Americans destroyed prosperous black businesses in many communities. Okay, now what people don't understand when they come to this country is when they say, why can't black folks seem to get their stuff together? They didn't burn down your homes and your businesses. They did that to us. They didn't redline you and keep you from living in certain neighborhoods. They did that to us. They didn't burn down your cities and towns. They did that to us. Now, one of the most notorious of such incidents took place in Memphis in 1892. There was a store called People's Grocery, which was owned by a successful black businessman, competed with a nearby white owned shop. The People's Grocery owner and two of his black employees were lynched by white marauders in a horrific assault that reverberated throughout the nation and wiped out the entrepreneurial spirit of many ADOS in Memphis and everywhere. They didn't do this to you. We paid that price. Now, for someone to be on top, somebody has to be on the bottom. Our glass ceiling is their glass floor. They don't want us to get reparations, which is to repair the stuff you've done to us. We're not just collecting money for what our ancestors did in free labor. We're collecting money to better our communities for all the things that were done to us. They didn't do this thing to you. And because they did it to us, you and your people are ever able to live a better life. Mine, you people need to get over that. We made it possible for you to come here. So all this crap about why can't black people get their stuff together? We had our stuff together. And every time we did, every time we did, they came and got rid of, they hate us, but they love our money. Now, if you have a black business and you got crappy customer service, that's not how this works. I expect more out of you than I do out of the next person. We go to eat at places. Jackie O and I go to visit various um, black businesses. And again, the customer service is just crappy. We went to Norma's over here and the white guy was our waiter superior freaking customer service. So make that a part of your company. Make that a part of your brand mind. Now, Jackie, I wanted me to read off that uh, coming to Dallas at the Pavilion of Toyota 
the Pavilion at Toyota Music Factory in Irving. The Summer Block Party with Jill Scott, Faith Evans, and Tweet is July Friday, July 5th of 2019. Saturday, July 13th of 2019 will be Michael McDonald and Chucka Khan. So if you're looking for something to do this month, if you live in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, that would be something great for you to get involved with. Again, the reason black folk cannot seem to get their thing together, they broke their spirit in us. They killed off our leaders. They threw the rest in jail. They gave the other ones jobs. Cut off the head, the body will fall. I don't care who's running for president. If you're not doing anything for black people, we're going to sit home. Yvette Carnell explains it to you. Antonio Moore of Tone Talks explains it to you. Jason Black of the Black Authority talks about it to you. O'Shea Duke Jackson talks to you about it. Tariq Nasheed talks to you about it. Dr. Claude Anderson talks to you about it. Professor Black Truth talks to you about it. If you have no idea what's going on, quit watching MSNBC and CNBC. Go to the people who look like you. That's not your media. That's the media that makes us look stupid. These are the voices of new black media. And that's why we insert this in our show. Like they said, you have to go tell your audience and let them know what's going on. Because everybody don't watch these people. You have to understand what's going on. We're trying to weaponize the vote. They're trying to push us out and bring these illegals in as the new Democratic base. We've been their base for three, four hundred years, two hundred years. But they don't want to do anything for us. So, prid quo pro, something for something. If nothing is in it for me, then there's nothing in it for you as well. Thank you for hanging out with Shocker 401 in the main event with Jackie O. We greatly appreciate you. We're about to go into dry dock here for the next three weeks. Take us a little break. And uh, again, there are things we're working on. We got a new video system we're trying to get up to speed. A uh, new computer we have coming in and we have to get it loaded and squared away and whatnot. Still looking for that house so that we can get our uh, new studio set up. Uh, getting our credit worked on this, that, and the third. A lot is going on. Check out our website at www.pushgapradios.com. And what I'll do down there, we have a forum up. And what we'll start doing is start asking you questions to try to interact with you. People still haven't sent in their birthdays and anniversaries and whatnot for us to read on the air. So don't know what's that going on with that. But we are bringing videos again, as Jackie O would tell you. You can find us at Facebook. Facebook at pushgapradio.com or pushgapradio. Devastating, tentilating, definitely invigorating. Not like I'm insinuating that I think we stimulating. Reason that we give it ratings because we don't be perpetrating. All we gotta do is touch a microphone. With Shaka Four One in the main event with Jackie O, the new voices of Black media. Thank you guys for riding along with us. We greatly appreciate it. We love each and every one of you. Pray until something happens. God always provides. At pushgapradios.com, the power is in the name. Pushgapradio.com, Dallas. Pushgapradio.com. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration? Don't knock the hustle, baby. Pray until something happens. God always provides. At pushgapradio.com, the power is in the name. 
for the hottest old school hip hop and R&B entertainment and current events. Stay connected to PushGapRadio.com. PushGapRadio.com. We want to be your official Dallas Internet radio station. Radio.com. We want to be your official Dallas internet station.